23rd Hello, of March. Hello, Lily. That was a very contrived beginning to the podcast. Hello there. Hello there, my love. Hello, 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 hello. hello, hello. hello. And what do we have here? You right? Yeah. Um, thank you for my lovely cup of chai latte. And my tea. I feel like the uh, the poshest people in the world drinking a chai latte. Clinky slurpy. Oh, beautiful. Mm. That is lovely. I've been trying to work out why. I still haven't worked out why. Whenever I go, ah, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't worked that out. Audio people, let me know why it's doing that. I don't know why it's doing it. Trying a different microphone, tried a different wire, tried all sorts of things. Nothing's working. How you doing today? You okay? Amazing. Doing amazing. It's half term now, isn't it? Hey, today we got a new cousin. We did. That's right. We got a new cousin. Her name is Baby Three. Very strange name. I don't even know her name. Well, neither, no, neither do I. They haven't told us her name yet, but it's very exciting. They haven't had a baby shower. Congratulations on the birth of your new baby, baby three. <laughs> baby three. I sometimes call you guys number one and number two, don't yeah. I? Yeah. I'm think... number one because I was born first. Yeah, it helps. And also because I'm amazing. It does. Mm, yeah, not so much. Uh, it does <laughs> also help. Also because I'm his favourite. Also because I'm his favourite. Uh, very much not. <laughs> Actually, the other one's my favourite. Sorry. Excuse me? I hate to break it to you. Have you seen the other one? The other one looks like a marshmallow. <laughs> She's so squishy. <laughs> I think Amelia is definitely my favourite. <laughs> Do you think that parents should have favourite children? No, uh, and children shouldn't have favourite parents. I think that that's... Like, if you said <laughs> Amelia Who? was your favourite, yeah. um, then I, uh, and I said, well then, Mummy's my favourite. Well then, Amelia's my favourite. We could go back and forth on that all day, couldn't we? I'm Mummy's my favourite. It is. It is kind of human nature to have a favourite, though, isn't it? Like it's quite difficult to not. Yeah, have my, a... my 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 favourite living being is Ralph. I'm a living being. Are <laughs> yes, you saying that you prefer the dog to me? My favourite living being is the dog. <laughs> despite you, Father, who gave me life and has provided everything for me for, since the moment I was born, I prefer that smelly dog over there that licks my face and treads on me occasionally. <laughs> no, I meant. Um, animal. Your favourite animal is Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you off then. That's fine. <laughs> I, meant, I meant to say animal. <laughs> My favourite living being is the dog. Sorry, parents and sister and friends. My favourite living being is the dog. Right, should we start the podcast then? Yeah. Stop knocking the microphone. <laughs> this just so far this episode has been like boom. <laughs> Lily is beating up the microphone. What's the microphone? <laughs> What's the microphone ever done to you that you've just beaten it up? <laughs> oh, you silly sausage. You made that one. I, I kind of blamed that on you. Sorry. For the, for the audience, that scream was because Lily was laughing so much she spilled her chai latte all over her leg. There right, should we start the podcast while we mop that all up? Yeah. Go on then. Let's start the podcast. Time for a cup of tea, a big fat Drink some more of that before we spill any more. More. You can't just take a tiny little sip like that. Stop laughing. That was the problem last time. This is a high stakes game here. Stop it. Either drink it or put it down, but don't hold it whilst you're laughing. That's exactly what went, just went wrong. <laughs> you wally. We're all just going to wait patiently whilst you drink a decent quantity of that chai latte. Oh, very, very oh, good. Funny. Well, welcome to cuppa number 20 of the podcast. Seven. Are you sure? Yes. I'm not. It's cuppa number 20-something. Um, I know because we interviewed... We're going to interview... Bethan. Bethan. Beth wink, Anne wink, today. wink. Not wink, her real name. Winkity, wink. Wink, wink, wink. Winkity, wink. Blink, 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 Yes, indeed. Indeed, indeed. So it's, does that make it episode 27, does it? Yes. I've totally lost count. And so there we go. Yes. Welcome to episode 27 of the podcast. It's great to have you. Um, we are... We're, I try and get these things released on a Wednesday. And today is Wednesday. We're a little bit behind. <laughs> So if I'm really organised, I might be able to get this thing produced and out tonight. Well, you've already got one honky. Indeed, I've got, already got to do one honky. Thank you. <laughs> okay, now I've got to do two. <laughs> um, um, so I was going to say, before we listen to our interview, um, 
it's two it's two special days today what are the two special days apart from new cousin day what is special about today valentine's day it's valentine's day darling and what else and what was yesterday pancake day but we but we couldn't make pancakes because um because we didn't have any eggs and so today's going to be pancake day and it is literally what time is it uh it is the time is quarter past 5 and we have not had a single pancake. It's quarter past five on the day after Pancake Day, and not a single pancake has been p- consumed by the no-name household. So, yes, we need to make some pancakes this evening. I've had a great idea. I think that we should put some red food colouring in our pancakes and make them heart-shaped. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Although, don't you think Mr Crocodile might get the wrong impression if we serve him some heart-shaped pancakes? Maybe he thinks. Maybe he'll think that we're... Trying to ask him to be our Valentine. He'd be like, I love you, Mr. Crocodile. I love you. Don't laugh. Um, so can I just discuss these two days with you, please? So the first thing is Pancake Day. Yeah. What's Pancake Day also known as? Shrove Tuesday. Shrove Tuesday. <laughs> what, is, what even is a shrove? Well, I was going to ask you that exact question. What the dickens is a shrove? I have no idea. What do you think a shrove is? A type of pancake? A type of pancake? You think a shrove is a type of pancake? <laughs> a very small, flat pancake. And this is the day when we celebrate the small pancakes known as shroves. <laughs> I don't think it's a small pancake. What else could it be? Uh, a plant. Yep, could be a plant. What does it look like? A plant. Just, just uh, looks like a plant. Just a generic plant. It could be something really obscure, like, you know that stuff that you get out of your belly button? Like, you pick at your belly button, you get some, like, little kind of little gravelly bits out of you. You don't get that? No. Oh, that could be called shrove. I found a big, I found a big lump of shrove in my belly button. I were digging around in there the other day. You wouldn't believe the amount of shrove I got out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Do you actually know what shrove is? Uh, No, I genuinely have absolutely no idea. Should we see? uh, Well, yeah, we got, I suppose we could Google it. Let's ask Google. All right, hang on. Google, what's a shrove? Let's ask Siri. Siri knows everything. Siri, what is a shrove? Uh, Shrovetide begins the Christian time of preparation for Easter. Yeah, but it doesn't tell me what a shrove is. Uh, Siri is useless today. Let's try that again. Also, I think you're What is a shrove, as in Shrove Tuesday? Uh, the day before Ash Wednesday. Come on, you're rubbish. We know that. We'll never know. We'll never know. So yeah, that's Shrove Tuesday, otherwise known as, you know, when you celebrate all of the stuff that comes out of your belly button. Um, what about Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day is is a old Roman tradition. Oh, do you actually know this as a fact? Yes. <gasps> it's an early Shabbat Gay Lily's Fact of the Week. Go on. Um, It's where Roman people, so I think a boy... Ate scrappings of a girl's food. Right. I think a boy um, ate ate scrappings of if, a girl's food. If um, if he loved her. If he loved her. Yeah. Okay, so I I I I can't remember all of it, but I remember it. It was a Roman holiday or tradition. So it's a Roman tradition that one day a year, if a boy fancies a girl, I'm not sure. He, no, no, no. I'm just running it past you. I don't know. I have no idea what the correct answer is. A, a Roman boy can go up to a Roman girl and be like, hello, I'll have some of your dinner. That looks delicious. And he eats it and she's like, oh, he might love me. That's lovely, that is. Is that it? Um, It's something about a girl and a boy and it's a Roman holiday. Oh, okay. But I'm not, I, I can't remember. Maybe we could learn about it when we go to Rome later in the year. Definitely will. Um, who do you want to be your Valentine this year? Does it have... D- does it always have to be a boy? No, you can have a girl if you want to do. It's going to be Millie. Millie? Why Millie? Eh, she's a really good friend to me. Yeah, that's true. We're going to go and see Millie tomorrow, aren't we? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. I uh, can't lie. I was kind of hoping you were going to say me then. I mean, it, why did why in your card did you ask me to be your Valentine? Because I want you to be my Valentine. Is that is that too hard to believe? I, th- I just thought you'd, you'd pick your mummy to be your Valentine. Yeah, mummy's like my mummy's always my Valentine though, because I put a ring on it. That means she's always my Valentine. But you know, anyway. generally speaking, you want to try and be the Valentine with the prettiest girl that you have that you can see. And so, 
I asked both you and Linda to be my Valentines. No, in the card you didn't write, ask her. Did I not ask her? I should, we just said her name twice as well. Maybe I should go back and write it again because I kind of want... No. I want Amelia to be in my Valentine as well. You, you can only have one. Oh, will you be my va- Valentine then? No. Oh, fine, I'm going to go and ask Amelia then. <laughs> Last Valentine's Day, I gave you my heart. And you said no, so I'm going to go and ask Amelia. <laughs> you suck. Last time I ever asked you to be my Valentine. Fine. Yes. Right. Should we crack on with the content for this episode? Uh, yeah. Um, so last week we interviewed my dear friend who we're going to, for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to call Beth Am, not her real name. Um, and why did we interview her? <laughs> Thanks for that. Why did we interview Beth Ann? Um, because, um, she was a 999 receptionist. That's right. So she's the person on the other end of the phone who answers all the 999 calls, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she particularly answers, answers, uh, when people need an ambulance. Yeah. Poor listeners today. Sorry. Honestly, I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to crack on with the podcast and the whole time there's just... <laughs> I don't suppose that's going to be good for anybody to listen to that. (laughs) Ah, I'm going to get a really good glug. Hang on. Ah. (laughs) That's what they're listening to. That's what the poor (laughs) listeners are being subjected to. Should we listen to this interview with my friend Bethan whilst you finish your chai latte? And then they won't be subjected to your slurping and gulping anymore. Timothesh Harlemay. Okay, let's roll the interview. There we go. (gasps) Hello. Hi, how's it going? It's good. How are you? Yeah, all right, thanks. Very nice to see you. You too. This is my daughter, uh, aka Lily. Lily, got it. Not real name, but you Mm -hmm. know, no. Have I got to call you John and Lily now? You absolutely do. Yeah, you have you to. absolutely do. If you use our real names, then we'll have to honk you out, which would be okay. just so much effort, wouldn't it? How's it going? Do I get a fake name? Well, this is going to be our first question. Do you get a fake name? Fake name. Oh, I should have thought about this in advance. That's okay. We're quite good at coming up with fake names. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yes. No, name me whatever you'd like. Here we go. If, if you met uh, Honky for the first time... And you just saw her face looking like that. What what name would you give her? Bethan. Ah, Bethan. There you go. Okay. Okay. Nice name. Very good. Okay, so we've got to try and remember. Okay. Your name is Bethan. Okay, this is going to be a good mm-hmm. exercise for everybody. Well, I mean, Lily's going to remember that because literally just met me. Exactly. You're going to struggle. I am going to struggle. That's absolutely um, right. I mean, I get I find it hard to get uh, people's uh, names right at the best of times. I'll just think of my best friend, Bethan. Yeah. You've named me after your best friend. Yeah. Happy day, you've got That's very good. Yeah. Um, right, do you want to ask your first question? Yeah. Um, how do you like your cup of tea? The most important question of them all. This is the most important question. I'm so pleased you've asked, even though, because we're doing this over Zoom, you won't actually then make me the cup of tea. Um, I take my tea in a way that really upsets most people because I like it both weak and milky. Oh, my gosh. Um, do, do you do you like um do you like peppermint tea? Yeah, I'm 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 happy with like breakfast tea or peppermint tea, but I don't really have any other types of tea because they all smell really good, but then they just taste gross. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like peppermint tea? Yeah. Um. Do you yeah, like okay. milk? Do you have it with milk? Peppermint tea with milk. Yeah. Absolutely not. I do. No, you don't. That's so weird. <laughs> How did you even discover that that was a combination that you wanted I, to do? I just have milk with, um, I mean, um, I, I, I've tried, I, I, I obviously had some teas before that and I obviously had milk in there. So I'm like, well, all, all teas have milk. And so right. the first time I tried peppermint, I was like, put milk in there. 
needs milk, needs milk. Wow. Like and John, you've allowed this to continue. It's appalling. I know, behavior. I've even tried it. It's actually not as bad as you might think. It's kind of no, like, you're wrong. You're both kind wrong. of like a hot, hot min- milky, minty deliciousness. It's nice. It's, nice. it's okay. The Lily special is so Bethan, we've invited you onto the podcast. I remembered. We've invited you onto the podcast for a very specific reason because we've been talking a little bit recently about um, uh, emergency services and mm-hmm. what happens when you call nine nine nine. And mm-hmm. our objective is to try and get somebody to represent one of the th- three emergency services uh, on the podcast over the coming weeks. But we thought it would be really fun to talk to you first because what is your job? What do you do? I am an emergency medical dispatcher, also known as a call handler, which basically means if you ring for an ambulance, you speak to me. Oh, exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. Can I tell you one of my questions that I wrote down? I'd love to know, yeah. Look at this. So, look, look, at, look how prepared Lily is. Look at this lovely list of listen, questions. heck. That's no, amazing. No. Only 10. Only 10 questions. Oh, great. This will take like 10 seconds then. Exactly. In and out. <laughs> Have you ever had a person ring 999 and be afraid? And be like worried, like where are afraid you? of like their situation, or afraid of an ambulance showing up. Um, afraid to like call nine nine nine. Like, mm. um, for example, um, you ask where are you, and you say by by the side of the road next to a tree. Yes, yes, that happens a lot. People don't know where they are because they're just freaking out. I think lots of people when they have to call nine 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 for an ambulance. They, they are pretty afraid because, you know, most people on the average day don't have to call 999. So it is pretty scary when you do it. Um, I'd say that 90% of people that we speak to are a little bit scared, but they're, you know, they're calm and you can talk to them. And then there's about 5% who are really scared and you've got to like really calm them down before they can tell you where they are or what's going on. And then there's a tiny, tiny little section of people who are so freaked out and hysterical that they don't make any sense and it's really hard to get anything out of them but I will also say that often those people are a little bit drunk and it's a Friday night and so they're hard to get information out of anyway but I've had someone say I'm up a hill in Devon and I was like that's wonderful Devon's okay. a big spot <laughs> so which hill and she was like I don't know it's in the north can you just send an ambulance in that general direction <laughs> as I try to work out where I am and I was like oh it doesn't really work I'm so like sorry that. Can't do that. No. Yeah. Um, I have a question. So Mm. people, when people come through to you, have they already chosen that they'd like an ambulance? Yes, they have. So if you dial 999, you go through to an operator who works for BT and they say, which service do you need? Mm. Um, I'll say BT, which service? And then you say police, ambulance or fire. Or you can, I think you can also ask for the Coast Guard. So you've got four options. There's a fourth one we need to get. There you go. Thank Mm. you. But Coast Guard is so small, they're going to be, you'll be hard pressed to find someone who'd, uh, who works for them. Challenge accepted. Um, have you ever called 999? I have once and it was really funny because I, it was when I worked for the ambulance service and people would ring in and they'd be all flustered and they couldn't tell you what was going on. And you say, what's the address? And they'd go, oh, I don't know. Or you'd they'd say, you know, like, I ha- we have to ask them, what's your phone number? And they go, I can't remember. And they freak out. Uh, and I always thought, oh, this is silly. Calm down, calm down. And then I had to ring an ambulance and I forgot everything. <laughs> it was the middle of the night and I heard I was dead asleep and then heard a massive crash outside and I jumped up. And before I even knew what I was doing, like within under a second, I think, of being awake, I was dialing 999 for the police because this car had crashed outside my house. But I was just dialing 999 and it wasn't working and I couldn't work out why. And then I realized it's because it was on my lock screen on my phone. And <laughs> then I was like, oh, that's not the right thing. And then I forgot because I was panicking. I forgot that you can press the emergency button to go straight through to 999. And I was just trying. I, was, I couldn't remember my password. So I couldn't get into my phone. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? So, yeah, I was then the person panicking. And now I'm a lot less judgmental when people ring me and they don't know what's happening because I was that person. I bet it's one of those things where, like, office banter, you're like, oh, come on, guys. If I was ever to yes. call 999, I would be so good. I know, exactly I have all of the information. I'd say it in exactly the right order. Mm-hmm. In reality, you're like, oh, where's my phone again? How does it work? What's this number? Is this a nine? <laughs> exactly. Have you guys ever had to call 999? No, um, but my school did have to 
once we were um once the fire alarm went off in the school mm. we evacuated and and the fire people actually had to come to my school they just mm. said don't go upstairs so we didn't go upstairs oh so no no big exciting fire action or anything you didn't see them get out the hose or anything no explosions <laughs> that would be amazing wouldn't it yeah yeah um and, and also um we we went to something called skill zone and we called a fake phone um Ooh. and there was this person who's like says where are you and we had to read off a script i i i i um, i was so nervous that um because it, it waited for a bit and then it just said the next thing because obviously it's just mm. a video and yeah. so when i when i said when I said when I'm when I was halfway through a sentence, it was like, "Where are you?" I, was like, I haven't yeah. finished my sentence. Can I just? Well, the good news is, the good news is that when you download and for real, it's not a recording, and the person will wait for you. And if you don't know where you are, then they help you to work out. So sometimes people are like, "I'm on the high street," and you're like, "Which high street? Are you in London or Bristol or Glasgow?" Um, and so we we know how to help work out where you are oh i have a question off the back of that if i may um so mm-hmm. does that mean that when people call 999 are they calling you from all over the country or because i for some reason i that makes a lot more sense but i imagined it was like localized somehow that you just yeah. get calling from where you live it's a little bit local so in the southwest ambulance service where i work we cover from gloucester and then over to the east to about swindon and then down to the coast and then everything down to cornwall is what we cover but sometimes if the london ambulance service is too busy and people are waiting to speak to someone there and they've been waiting for like a minute or something then they'll come through to us sometimes we get scotland doing the same thing if they're too busy then we take their calls but it means that you like hilariously someone from scotland rang the ambulance and then they scotland were busy so they came through to us so we can still you know sort the call out and get an ambulance we just send it to the scottish people and then they're like oh yeah we'll we'll send one but um the accent is a big hindrance sometimes this person has such a thick accent i genuinely heard the person next to me going what language do you speak i'll get an interpreter and she was trying to get an interpreter and I could hear the person shouting down the phone going, I'm speaking English, but just in a really thick Scottish accent. That's hilarious. Yeah, where you guys live, if you rang for an ambulance, you might speak to me one day. If you had to. There you go. Maybe we should but just... I do, but I don't want to do a hoax call. Oh, yeah. It's a good idea. Jail for 50 years. Yeah, we had this exactly. conversation the other day, like, because I, I was going to call 999 just to see if we could get a police officer on the podcast. And Lily just saying, <laughs> it's a really, really bad idea. That's not what you call 999 for. And I was like, well, how else are you supposed to get your hands on a police officer? Yeah, no, Lily, well done for educating your dad there. It's a good call. That's also what I learned at Skillzone. Do you ever get people phoning you up and mucking about? We... It's a very small number of people. So I have had, a, there's, a, there's a girl who's about 12 years old who lives in my town who calls us like once a month. And once we once she tells us the address, we're like, oh, we know this is probably a hoax call. But because it might not be, we have to take it seriously every time. But we also, usually with her, we also contact the police and then the police will tell us, oh yeah, she's been ringing us all day doing fake calls as well. So then we know like, whether or not to take it mm. seriously but it's it's a risky thing to do if people do a hoax call because it means that their number could get on a list somewhere that says this person regularly fakes am- the need for an ambulance and then one day if they actually do need one we might not show well we we have ways of making sure that we do show up when it's appropriate but um yeah it's a difficult one oh, thankfully though it's a tiny number that's good that's good i wasn't sure how many people would do that mm. yeah um can I move on to my second question? Go for it. Um, how many people do you have phone a week? Have phone in a week? In a week? Gosh. Um, we have, I don't, oh, I've never done the maths on a week. We generally take about two and a half thousand calls a day. So whatever that is times seven. Two and a half thousand calls a day? Yeah. And how many of those? We don't. Go on. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, how many of those do you handle personally? Like, how many will you do in an average shift? 
the average shift that I do is about nine hours and I might speak to about 40 people, 40 calls maybe. Um, but then we don't send an ambulance to all of them. Some of them, we will get one of our paramedics in the building. They work on the phones too. They might call around and, and chat to them and say, right, you're, you're actually safe to drive to hospital. So you can, you can go to hospital that way or like, can you get a taxi or something? Or they might say, don't worry, it's not the emergency you think it is, you know, and kind of scale it down there. So lots of calls. Not everyone requires an ambulance. Uh, yeah, but it's about two and a half thousand calls. Yeah. That's a lot of calls. No. Um, so how long are they usually on the phone for? Mm, good question. I think the average phone call, if you are a little bit scared, but, you know, we can kind of talk you down a little bit and help you to make some sense, then those calls probably last like four or five minutes. And we just need to know where you are, the address and like what's happening. So people might ring up and say like, I'm bleeding. And I'm like, that's useful. But I do need to know a little bit more than that as well. Like, why are you bleeding? Is it because you're having a nosebleed that just came on because you were picking your nose? Or are you bleeding because you fell over and hit your head? Are you bleeding because someone pushed you over or something? There are lots of different reasons that you might be bleeding. And we need to know the extra information too. So if someone calls and they yeah that we'll get the address we'll find out like why are you bleeding or like what happened why were you pushed over do we need to be considering like was this an assault or did you just fall over because you're clumsy or something and then we go through what we call a triage which is just the medical term for like is when you ask medical questions to work out how badly injured someone is then we go through triage and ask like maybe five to ten questions about what's going on give them a few instructions and then say right see you soon we'll send an ambulance as soon as we can and that takes about four or five minutes. Very good. But then sometimes good. they go really long. Some like if I have to stay on the phone with someone, if we're telling them like how to do CPR or how to deliver a baby or something like that, then we might stay on the phone for a bit longer. So, do you know how to deliver a baby then? Uh, only over the phone. Only over the phone. <laughs> only- so you can imagine, like, I just imagine like Beth Ann in a, in a situation, like a lady's giving birth in the supermarket, like, how to, how to deliver a baby? And Beth Ann's like, I do, but you have to call me. So I'm going to go over there, you call me, and then I'll be able to tell you. But I can't, I can do nothing here, only over the phone. Yeah, I've delivered two babies over the phone. And oh. every, every time I go into work, I'm praying, like, please, God, please let me deliver another baby. But in four years, I've only had two. That's pretty cool, though. You you helped to bring a human being into the world. I mm, I did very little, honestly. By the time they rang, they gave me the address, and they were like, "Oh, the baby's head is out now." So I think probably push, the mum had push. already done most of it. Yeah, push and catch, basically. Do you have like a Do you have like a like a some little pamphlets near your desk of like Ah, I see you're delivering a baby. Let me get my delivering Let a baby that pamphlet. Out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's yeah, really, you need to be doing this. There's a really good computer system that we use that tells us exactly what to do. So we'll say like, right, can you see any part of the baby? And if the baby's coming out the wrong way up, if their legs are poking out instead of the head, or if there's any type of situation that's not standard, we've got a button to press. So we'll be like, right, the head's coming out, or like the head's stuck, or the foot's coming out, or this, that, and the other all these different buttons and for every possible scenario i'm then told the instructions to give to you to help oh, that's really help the clever, the yeah that's it's so clever clever i'm impressed that's very clever um um also um do you find your job fun or is it quite boring hmm good question it's it's not fun, I wouldn't say, because most of the calls, unless someone's having a baby, then most of the calls are actually quite sad or stressful because it's like, oh, someone might be having a heart attack or someone's struggling with their mental health or they've like fallen over and they can't get back up again. So for most people, it's like, oh, this is a bit of a sad day for you. So it's not fun like that, but it is good because I'm like, I get to help you. So I find it satisfying from that perspective. So it's kind of, it's not fun, but it's quite like, I feel quite content at the end of the day, knowing that I get to help people. But then it's quite fun because you get to chat to the people around you. So lots of jobs, you might not enjoy the actual work itself, but if you have good colleagues, then you can still be having a really good time. That's very true. So, um, thank you for any good. Um, how long is your break? Um, how often do you have a break? Um, how often do you have a break? Yeah. Well, I 
if I work over seven hours, then I get half an hour break for lunch. But if I work six hours, I don't get a break for lunch. And I've just got to stuff my face in between calls. So, yeah, most people there work a 12-hour shift, which is way too long. And so I do a different rotation. I work nine hours. So on average, I work nine hours and that's eight and a half hours of working and then just half an hour for lunch. Oh, cranky. That's like, so if Bethan works for six hours, that's the amount of time that you spend at school. She doesn't get any break in six hours. So can you mm. imagine going to school and getting no break time and just having to work for that entire time? And sometimes. Oh, do you think you could take that on? You're like... Easy six hours, no break, easy peasy. But then some people work a shift that is double the length of your school day, and they get two. They get two meal breaks actually. So if you do a twelve-hour shift, you get two half-an-hour slots. But imagine working for double the length of your school day. Mm-hmm. It's like you. Know, well, actually, it, it's because uh, Lily wakes up at seven and she goes to bed at seven. So imagine <gasps> from the moment that you wake up in the morning, you're answering phone calls from nine 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 people. Until you put the phone down and you go straight to sleep. All that time that you're away, you're working. Can you imagine? Any more questions you want to ask? No. You've asked a whole load of them. Oh, um, what do you do on your breaks? On my breaks, I try to bring a book because I stare at a screen. In fact, I've got three screens in front of me. I've got one with a map on. In the middle, I've got the triage system. And then on the other one, I've got my e- emails open. So I'm just staring at screens all day. So on my break, I don't want to look at my phone. So I just take a book or go for a little walk or something like that. And um, what what emergency is used most? Mm. Do you mean like which emergency service or when people call for an ambulance? What's the most common reason? Um, no, it's like um, what, what one is more likely to be used? Elise? fire or ambulance great question i think probably police get it's us and police we get the most calls if you ring up if you dial 999 and speak to and the operator says which service do you need and you don't say anything you stay on the phone with them for like a minute or something and after a minute they just automatically put you through to the police but then and then hopefully the police will be able to convince you to talk uh, so I think they probably get a little bit more, a few more calls than us. But then fire, the fire department, they get no calls. Honestly, they're straight chilling most of the day. So I looked up. So my job for the ambulance service, I take a call. I'll take a call, like four or five minutes, hang up. And then within like two minutes, I'll be on another call. And then I looked up doing the same job for the fire service. And they get like half an hour, 45 minutes in between calls. So if you work for them, your job is to answer the phones, but also to like clean the kitchen or like do stuff like that because there's so much time in between calls that you're just chilling. There you go. There you go. Chilling like a villain. Chilling like a villain. Very good. And and the fire department has a gym as well. So you can go to the gym in between your calls. Awesome. I mean, that would be all right, wouldn't it? Chilling like a villain. Pump in whilst you're waiting for a call. Chilling like a goodie. Not, not a villain. So I've, I've, got, I've got one final question. When we, when we talk to a paramedic and when we talk to a firefighter and a police officer in the next couple of weeks, what question do you think that we could ask each of them that would be a good question to ask? Gee, making me do your work for you, aren't I? Yes, I am. <laughs> I think that a good question for the paramedics would be yeah I'll talk about paramedics first I'd want to know what they wish everyone knew their job was really like because I just you know you think like oh I've seen you on the tv I've seen what you guys do and then I wonder if it's really like that I don't know what do you wish everyone knew about your job that's different maybe that Mm. they don't they don't know and for the police I don't know for the police we speak to them because I have to ring the police a fair bit in my work like if there's a car accident then I'll hang up the call to the person and then ring the police to let them know and they're always very friendly to me but I think it's quite hard being a police officer because they get people be rude to them quite a lot mm. so I'd I maybe wouldn't want to I don't know what I'd ask them but I'd say like thank you for what you do for being amazing yeah and for the there's, fire, only, there's only really one question you're allowed to ask the police which is have you ever jumped through the air while shooting your gun at the same time shame shame <laughs> carry on fire <laughs> Correct. 
for the fire department, I would want to know what are the calls that you get the most that aren't related to fire? Because they're technically fire and rescue. So they go to all the things that are fire, but then also if someone's, we call them if someone's trapped because they have specialist equipment and they're trained to help get people out. So if you're in a building and it collapses on you, paramedics might not necessarily be able to get in, but obviously we need to help the person. So we work with fire and fire will go in, get the patient out and then we help them. Very cool. I've got a question for the fire people. Yeah. I've got to kick the door open. Have you ever kicked a door down? I bet they have. Oh, police do that too. Ask them. That does that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, kick the door, door down. That's a cool question. That would be yeah. so cool to do. Do you think you can kick a door down? Let's find Let's out. Find out. <laughs> Let's find out. Let's kick some doors in. <laughs> well, I know what we're doing for the rest of the day. Yeah, um, I can tell you for free that I can't kick a door down because I've tried really, really hard. Really? Why did you try and kick a door down? Well, I was at university and the door swelled, the door to the kitchen just like swelled up one day and I couldn't open it. And everyone else had already gone out for the day. And I had like half an hour before I was meant to be at university, but I hadn't eaten breakfast and I just couldn't get into the kitchen. It just swelled up. And so I kicked and kicked and kicked. And I like looked up all these videos about how to kick a door down to make sure I was kicking in the right spot and everything. I just couldn't do it. And that's how I discovered that I'm a lot weaker than I think I am. In your head, I you're like, this will be easy. I'll just kick exactly. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jason Statham goes Yeah, yeah, doors. he makes it look easy. Just sit them and they fall over. Shoulder barge. Easy peasy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So did, did, you, did you know that some 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 people in, in movies do it like where, where, where their arm is facing forward and they hold their arm and they go... <sighs> and they go Oof, through the door. With, with, with That's so... When I looked it up, they said that's the wrong technique because why is it? You're more likely to injure your shoulder, but also you're stronger in the legs than in the arms. So one good, good, well-aimed kick at the where the lock is, that's the weakest point. That's yep. where you've got to kick. That's what I discovered. But oh, then man. I'm still too weak. So. I'm excited. I want to give this a try now. Yeah. thing is, we don't have any locks. Don't have any locks. That's fine. We can lock a door. And then we'll try and kick it down. Awesome. Saturday's activity is... If you do, I think you should record this for the podcast, but also do like a video version for the fans online, just so they can see and match up the audio with the visual, because I think it's going to be worth it. We will do that. We will do that. Let's let's just do the video of us kicking doors open. Yeah. John and Lily's door kicking in special. (laughs) Time for a door kicking in with John and Lily. Ta-pow! Ta-pow! Right, well, should we say thank you to Bethan? Thanks, Bethan. Thank you so much for having me, John and Lily. I have loved this. Thanks for coming on the podcast. It's been great to hear from you. Well, if you need me again, just call 999. We will. We'll be like, sorry, can we speak to Bethan, actually? We don't, I don't <laughs> want to speak to you. It's Bethan, I would rather speak to her. Thanks. <laughs> Not sure if I've said that fact already. No, that's fine. Um, so... Uh, we need to thinking of one as I was going upstairs. <laughs> You're was... bad. I said you have to think of one beforehand. Didn't you have one ready for the other day? No. When we sat down to record this the first time, you I, didn't have I, one ready. I think I did. I did have one ready, but I can't remember. Okay, we can roll it over to next week. Yeah. Um, so, what do we want to do to finish the podcast off? Uh, well, we shouldn't really say that because. Fine. Let's just pretend that we're not recording. It'll sound really chill and cool on the podcast. Okay. So, should we do? Lily's fact of the week. Yeah. Ask John's, Amelia. John's joke of the week. Well, I'm not ready for John's joke of the week. I was just going to read it off my phone. It's fine because we've had a fun interview. I reckon let's do Lily's fact, ask Amelia, and then wind it up. How about that? But we need one. Because look, we we're already on waffle. 40 minutes. There'll be there'll, we'll waffle as well. Plenty of waffle. Okay, should we start from here? Okay. okay just get into the zone. Just just imagine, imagine. Just imagine. Imagine that four days haven't passed since we last recorded the podcast. <laughs> and th- this has got to sound like... Rhymes. Hey? Rhymes. What rhymes? Four days haven't passed since we last recorded the podcast. <laughs> I'm a poet and I didn't realise it. So yeah, let's pretend that there hasn't been a four-day break between the last bit that we recorded and this bit. We've just finished listening to Bethan's interview. Okay, you ready? So we've got to start by saying... Start by being like, Wow, that was such an interesting interview from Bethan. Okay, you ready? Okay. Oh, wow, wow, that was such, such, a, an, was such interview, an interesting interview. Yeah. 
I am fresh from listening to that <laughs> yeah. interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and everything that she said is 100% fresh and in the top of my mind. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What was your favorite Perfect. thing that Bethan just said? The middle part. The middle part. <laughs> I thought the middle part was also good. The f- story was my favorite. Which one. story did you like? The phone one. Oh, so you can actually remember some details. Yes. What um, <laughs> what what phone story do you mean? Um, the one where oh, I'm being pregnant in the shop. I can help you. I can only do it over the phone. <laughs> I'll just go over here. I'm just gonna go over here. And then we, yeah, yeah, that was funny. Do you think that you would be a good nine 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 call handler? Probably not. Why not? Because I'd be like, I'd be worried just even answering. The Hello. Hey. The person's like, you don't sound very confident. And like, I'm not. I'm very scared. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be pretty good. I think I, th- I reckon you're probably quite good in a crisis. My mouth's just, just smiling so much. You're, like you're just too happy to be recording the podcast, aren't I you? Need to frown. Stop being so happy. That's it. Frown. Frowny face is better. Good practice for when you're a teenager. Um, so, do you think that you could deliver a baby? Not. If somebody gave you the pamphlet that Bethan uses the pa- to li- the, pa- the, the little the pa- leaflet that Bethan uses to deliver the babies, <laughs> do you think that you could do it? Maybe. I think most of if it's on a s- if 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 it's in like tiny tiny writing like that over there, like that writing over there, yeah, um, and it's and it's only on one one um you know paper, one note piece of paper thing. like a tiny little post-it note. Yeah, you like. Hold the baby's head and pull as hard as you possibly can. Is that, is that the kind of thing that they would say? I think that what they need is, like, they should get the people who make the IKEA instruction manuals and get them to do some, like, delivering a baby manual. To be like, have you ever seen those where it's, like, a picture of a man scratching his head and looking at a piece of paper? And then, like, put this piece of wood against that piece of wood and put some screws in it like this. Do you know the ones I mean? Nope. Have you not seen those? Nope. Have you never assembled IKEA furniture with me? Nope. Oh, rubbish. Well, yeah, so... That they should make that to be like, when the baby's head comes out, take a Phillips screwdriver and attach it here like that. And then leave it out like this. Keep wiggling it backwards and forwards. If the baby isn't coming out, take this Allen key and put it in the neck on this moment. Like, blah, blah, blah. tickle the baby with this hammer. Tickle, 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 tickle. If the baby still doesn't come, use this saw. No, no, no. Maybe Ikea should not make... Should not make baby delivery use instructions. If in doubt, use this saw. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Go on then. What is uh oh actually I've been told off by Mummy. Why? Mummy said that I'm too um I'm too exuberant on the podcast. Like I'm too over the top. And so when I when I do my Lily's fact of the week, apparently it's a bit too much. Lily's <laughs> Fact of the week. Very good. So what is Lily's fact of the week? Um, I don't know if I've said this one already. Okay. But did you know that two types of animals, um, two types of mammals lay eggs? Two types of mammals lay eggs. Yeah. Um, that one is false. True. I can't remember if we've done this one or not. Can I guess which ones I they are? I can't remember them either. And I'm yeah. going to challenge them both? Yeah. Um, dolphin? Mm. No. Oh. I don't think so. Uh, okay. Um, what are the two mammals that lay eggs? I can't remember. Oh, rubbish fact. I can only if remember. you can't remember, it's a rubbish fact. I can only remember one. This is Lily's rubbish fact of the week because you can't remember what the, what the answer is. Go on then. What is that? What are the two animal two mammals that lay eggs? I can only remember one. And what is that one? Duck bill platypus. A duck bill platypus is not a mammal. It's a bird. No, if it's it ha- not. Sorry, but if it has a beak and it lays eggs, it's a bird. But then why hasn't it got feathers? Um, because it's a rubbish bird. It's like, you know how bats... Bats are also birds. No, they're because not. Because they have wings. But they don't have feathers. Or beaks. I think that there needs to be a new category of animal, which is like rubbish birds. <laughs> and rubbish animals. <laughs> rubbish mammals. Like, they're rubbish. mostly mammals, but they do a few other things that are very not mammally. Like... Dolphin is a mammal, right? No. Swims. No. It's either a rubbish mammal or a rubbish fish. I. This is what I'm guessing, but I'm pretty sure it's true. What's that? It's another one. Lily's fact of the week. Uh, Lily's fact of the week, part two. Sorry, mummy. Um, this is what Lily I'm, guesses at a fact. I'm guessing at a fact <laughs> that is probably it's true. Lily's probably true fact of the week. <laughs> um, Lily makes a guess. Um, humpback whales are the biggest mammals. You think humpback whales are mammals? Mm-hmm. 
They have tiny hairs. Do, really? Yeah. I would be surprised if a humpback whale was a mammal. Oh no, here's, here's a good Okay, that I know here is, is true. Gay, Lily's actual fact <laughs> of the week. Oh, shubbity yeah, that she actually knows is true. <laughs> Go on. Did you know that um, sharks can actually sleep whilst they're still? Most people think that sharks have to move all the time to breathe, but no, they sleep still Ooh. and they can still breathe. Oh, why would a shark need to keep moving to breathe? That's an interesting fact. But. Um, I read I read it from uh, amazing ladies. Is it something about the way that their body moves that that's, uh, enables them to breathe or something? Yeah. Ha! Huh, I didn't know that. But but they can actually lie still. Yeah. And fall asleep. Sleep. Could you imagine if you could only sleep whilst moving? <laughs> so you're like, oh, exhausted. I need to go for a walk. <laughs> Tumpy tumpy tum. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as you stop moving, you're like. What? Oh, rubbish! You'd have to like, you'd have to like start walking down a hill or something so that the gravity <laughs> would just keep you going as you go down the hill. Like, oh yeah, that's the good stuff. <laughs> and as soon as you got to the bottom of the hill and started walking up, and you'd slow down and then you'd stop. Like, what? Oh, rubbish! I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> I find it hard enough to fall asleep at the best of times when I'm not moving. So imagine trying to fall asleep when you are moving. <laughs> um. I think the easiest... Oh, here's a good thing. Riding a bike while sleeping. <laughs> yeah, but you move so fast, you'd definitely smash into something. <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> Do you think you're going to be able to sleep whilst we're, when we go on our European adventure? When we're sat on the trains and it's like... Or... Or... And... That's my best impression of foreign. But it's probably. Hey, here's the smart idea. Lolly's second smart idea of the week. Go on. Um, you lie in bed, but you roll every time because that's technically moving. It is technically moving. Maybe if you fell asleep on a ship, and it was like rolling backwards and forwards, like. Ah, 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 that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. But we used to rock you when you were a baby. Maybe you were a baby. Maybe you were a baby shark. Do 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 do. And the fact that you only you you could only sleep when we rocked you is because you were a baby shark. Do 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 do. You can't say baby shark without saying do 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 do. Can you? Baby shark. Uh, very good. Right, so what should Baby we ask? Shark. Do, 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 do. What shall we ask Amelia this week? Because I know she's dying. She's simply dying to come in and be asked a question. Some, uh, one of them. One of them. A question. Come on, work with me here, Lils. Bring something to the podcast. Don't make me do all the legwork here. It's not fun <laughs> when I do all the legwork. So go on, what are we going to ask her? A question. A question. Hello, Amelia. Here's a question. What is the square root of 36? <laughs> Go on, what are we going to ask What her? is the square root of 36? Six. Next question. Uh, Come on. So let's, let's, let's talk about what we've talked about. So we've talked about um, being an emergency services call handler and delivering babies with hammers. <laughs> and what else did we talk about? We talked about baby sharks. Do, 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 do. Falling asleep whilst moving. Do, do, what do, else? Do, do, do. So something along those lines. <laughs> Well, that was a complete and utter fail, wasn't it? Yeah. So for the benefit of the listeners, we invited Amelia in and there ensued like the most nonsensical question and answer session where Lily was like, what would you do if you were a baby shark? Do, 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 do on the land, do, 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 do. Or if, would you rather be one of the babies on the land, do, 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 who couldn't sleep unless they were moving? <laughs> and Amelia was understandably like, what? <laughs> so I decided to cut all of that garbage, and so we're just going to wrap this episode up. We've um, we've been trying to record this episode for over a week now. <laughs> we started recording this last week, and we've sat down on various days and recorded like dribs and drabs of it. I just want to finally, finally wrap this thing up. So should we get it wrapped up? Yeah. Do you want to say the outro stuff? Uh, um, where is, is it? That's your favourite bit, isn't it, where we search for all of the outro yeah. stuff? I'm just gonna fiddle around with the keyboard. Oh, I found it. I'm just. I, I, I just figured or fi- fiddled around because I couldn't. <coughs> 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 Can you do this, uh, do this like a newsreader, please? 
Ben. Thank you for listening to this couple with John and Lily. If you have enjoyed this episode, please support us by rating us on our podcast app, leaving a review and sharing it with your friends. We would love to hear from you on next week's podcast, so please get in touch by sending us an email to couplewithjohnandlilyagmail.com or even better, sending us a, a note on our Spotify podcast website. Don't forget to tell us where you're from and how you like your cup of tea. All the links you need are on the description to this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. For Thank you for listening. That was a cup of tea. A big fat mug with John and Lily. We hope you liked your cup of tea. See you soon from John and Lily. Um, diddly dum Well, that was very good. Thank you very much. We finally managed to finish it. Finally, it's happened to me. So this is coming out, this is going to go out on the internet tomorrow. And then what's happening, you are starting the episode as you as you started it by thwacking the microphone and making everything go, Wha-pow! So yes, well done for being consistent at least. Um, what's happening for the rest of this week that's exciting, please? Um, I'm going to a Young Voices concert and... I'm going to a disco. Whoa! Young Voices and a disco? Yes. Wow. Young uh, Voices uh, concert is on Friday, okay. which is going to be near, like, quarter quarter to ten. Okay. Quarter to ten. Mm-hmm. Or, no, it's quarter past ten. Um, and Hang on, sorry. Quarter past ten yes. at night? Yes. Sorry. Young Voices is going to go on until quarter past ten. Yes. You're going to be like a zombie when you get home. You're either going to be like... Or you'll be like, boing, boing, Tigger off the ceiling. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm full of sugar. I've got lots of energy. And then you'll go, I've got lots of energy. I've got lots of energy. I've got lots of... Please, can I have a piece of bread? Okay, maybe that needs explaining for the listeners. We might. Should we play that clip on next week's podcast? That is very funny. We'll play that. Um, And then then there's a disco you're going to. Yeah. How exciting. On the Thursday. When does that end? Um... Six o'clock till six forty-five. Okay, awesome. So that's that's very sensible. Forty-five minute disco. Very Question for you, my dear: Will you be dancing with any boys? No. You're hoping not, to do a slow, it's not, it's not romantic Valentine's Day. Ooh, smoochy dance. It's not dance. a Valent one. Ooh, give I me a kiss. Th- ooh, I, 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 I smoochy think, dance. I think it, it's a glowing the dark one. Okay, so it's not it's, like a it's not it's, like a romantic party. It's not a it's not a Valentine's one. Not a Valentine's one. Okay, so you're not going to be trying to eat the scraps of some other boy's food. Nah. No. No. <laughs> Okay, should we wrap this thing up? Yeah. Okay, good waffle. Well done. See you next week. Bye. Smores. Smores. Smores.